4: Morning, Grant. Good morning.
5: Nickelback tickets. Oh, yeah. We're doing it in the nine. Mm-hmm. So um, we did a little bit of hold hand-le- uh, hand-holding yesterday with the contest because it was new. We're doing a text thing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't mind telling you... When we're giving away the tickets this early in the morning to sort of reward you for getting up early with us. So, yeah, um, like 9, 10, 9, 15, something like that. We'll give the uh, the tickets away.
4: You just need to text in the name of the song we're playing yeah. from Nickelback yeah. when you hear it. I'll, we'll let you listen for the song, though, mm-hmm. a little bit. This has been a big show. I mean, it's not it's not Metallica. No, but it's it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Right? Like, it's a good night out to go. You're going to know all the words i was saying like yeah you go to nickelback i I believe it's saturday night too yeah um you know you get a group together you go to nickelback you have some drinks this is kind of know all the words i've seen nickelback once before yeah and i've never really been a big fan but i had a lot of fun because everyone everyone knew the words it was yeah it was fun all right. Um, it would have been
5: Edda James's James' birthday today. She passed away in uh, 2012. She's kind of one of those artists where um, you might not know, you know a song from her, but mm-hmm. then when you hear her, you go, oh! Oh, she does that last? We take liberties with the playlist every once in a while, and I think this is one of those times
3: when we can do that. Little Eddie James to get us going this morning. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Have you noticed that um, Ben Affleck
5: and Matt Damon have been working together a little bit more lately? Going back to their roots. Going back to their
4: roots a little they bit. They did that samurai movie. Or, remember that one a few years ago? No.
5: Uh,
1: no. Uh, you, no. The last no. The last duel. The Last Duel, yeah. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and...
4: Oh! I never watched it. It was a Ridley
5: Scott movie. But they just... They happened to be in that together. That wasn't like a writing collab. Uh, They were both producers on it. Were they? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. They're doing a story about the birth of Nike and the Air Jordan brand Mm -hmm. together. And they're both playing in it. And, and they're both producers on this, this film, too. It's out April 5th. There's it's called a, Air. It, there's a picture floating around um, of the two of them um, walking together down a street. Yeah. And it's became clear to me that they've stopped working out for roles. <laughs> <laughs>
4: They're they're
5: dads. They're old. (laughs) They both have very similar body shapes.
4: (laughs) Ben Affleck was hacking a dart. (laughs) Yeah, he's never quit the smoking. eh? No, he's never. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Damon's got an interesting look going on, too.
5: Well, and he used to be jacked. Yeah. Now he's shaped like a potato.
4: (laughs) How old is he? Can't be that old. Matt Damon or? Yeah. Uh, He's... Fifty-two years old. I was gonna say he's about my age. I was wondering who's he playing though. He's playing one of the Nike guys. Is that what he's supposed to look like? Um Matt Damon is playing Sonny Vaccaro.
5: I saw a picture of the of the Nike guy. And he didn't look like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he can get away with it now. <laughs> You're in the locker room
3: with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Morning, Cruise. Hi, Phil. Phil. Yeah,
4: yeah. What's going on?
2: Listen, who's Dino? I bought uh, six Bush Light, six Bud Light, and I love them, Tall Boys.
4: Dino is a famous uh, Canadian who went on a rant outside of the liquor store about the new drinking guidelines. Did you see the new guidelines, Phil? You're only allowed two drinks a week.
2: Okay, buddy. I already drank. I've been drinking. I've been up all night. I've been drinking all night and day, and uh, I'm wait- I got to stay awake for my pills. <laughs> and the new guidelines don't abide by nobody but the law. Yeah. Yeah. And basically. Um,
5: the law's the law. And you live outside of it.
2: I, I know. But uh, I used to know a guy when I was a kid. His name was Dino. And he was. Uh, he wanted to become a cop. Right? So basically, I, we moved to Coal Lake because uh, Eli. We were going to go to Imperial 100 and open up a restaurant. And my dad... Uh, I remember
4: the Imperial 100.
2: You remember it?
4: Well, I, there was a few of those hotels, wasn't there?
2: Well, one was in, in Coal Lake, and uh, Eli owned it before he built the Club Chaos. When I went back there, years later, Eli bought out Kingsway, right beside it, Kingsway Inn, and uh, Airways. This okay. collate like, yeah. did we ever get those hornets?
4: The murder hornets?
2: Well, no, the jets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, did we? I don't know. Well, because the F-18s are falling out of the sky. I
4: think they just reached an agreement to buy some jets, but.
2: Oh, okay. Phil, hold well, on.
4: I- I'm confused. What happened to Dino?
2: Uh, Dino, okay, when I was on the bus, I heard a guy talking about Dino the snake. Hmm. So I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but let's, <laughs> let's go back to uh, testing the cruise to Maple Flag, how it is now. And a guy, Eli bought Kingsway and Airways and Imperial 100, basically a Greek uh, bought out Eli. Well, my boss told me when the last time I was there uh, and I spent a lot, I gave him his money back and I'm not sure who this Greek is, but it must be a friend of my father's that died in 88, which was...
4: uh, What what time can you take your pills at, Phil? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Listen,
5: we're going to let you go. You go try to find that story. Okay. Take care, guys. See you, Phil. I have a new goal in life. Before I die. I want to start a radio station. Okay, and it's going to feature Phil, mm-hmm. Dino, mm-hmm. and George. <laughs> that's that, your daytime that's lineup. It. <laughs> you,
4: you just
1: uh, destroy
5: j- the What areas. Are No
4: teams, no, to just the, by themselves. What about a solo Jimmy show?
5: And Jimmy, Jimmy does evenings. <laughs> <e-makes. laughs>
3: He's got 10 years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the, the show. show. And now, Jimmy explains.
1: explains. So is there, there was this weird-shaped cloud in uh, in Turkey. People claim it's a UFO-shaped oh, yeah. cloud. Um, it's, it changed colors because of the, the way that the sun was refracting off the uh, the water droplets in the cloud. And it's called a lens cloud, and the reason for the weird shape is because
3: aliens. of it's okay.
5: alien hiding in a cloud.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's aliens. Is it? Oh yeah. Or is it the fact that it's the way that the wind blows around the cloud, uh, around the uh, the mountain, which causes the condensation in the cloud, which causes clouds? Because if it, if the, your theory is correct, then our whole sky, whenever there's clouds up there, has aliens in it.
4: I mean, I wasn't saying that, but if you want to suggest that, I guess you could.
1: No, just that's by going by your theory. Th- that's an interesting th- where theory do they, have, Where do Jimmy? they go? This, uh, this cloud actually disappears in one
5: hour. I don't think there's that many aliens, Jimmy. I think you need to pump the brakes.
4: Yeah, I know you you're going a little crazy with the alien thing here. We're just saying it could potentially be. We're not saying it's thousands of aliens like you're suggesting, Jimmy. You know what else that cloud looked like? An Arby's sandwich?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was was thinking something
4: else. (laughs) I
5: also thought that.
1: (laughs) It was in my mind, too, but I don't want us to get fired.
5: It did. It looked like a big giant vagina in the clouds. <laughs> I was <laughs>
4: said it could be the mothership. And what's That's more alien I- than that for you, Jimmy? <laughs> I
5: still c- can't believe you don't believe in aliens. <laughs> uh, uh,
4: all right. Jimmy spent a lot of time looking at that cloud investigated.
3: <laughs> the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So again, I was was saying I had nothing to watch around
5: Christmas time, or at least it felt like I was waiting for all these shows to drop in January. I'm watching The Last of Us, which I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I'm
4: enjoying that. Two episodes in. Yeah. The last episode was a lot of Edmonton scenery. Yeah. You You know, the ledge was in there, Rice Howard Way.
5: Yeah, the river Um, valley.
4: Yeah. At one point. the, the, The one scene was Calgary when they were walking, and there was the bridges and stuff, too. That was Calgary, but... Okay. Uh, but, yeah, the downtown stuff was Rice Howard Way, and they blew up the ledge, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Gave everyone a lot of good memes. Um, <laughs> so, is it staying fairly close to the game? From what I remember, it is, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, the game is a journey across to get to a certain place, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. The and monsters look the same. The, point the zombies. point is, you gotta get the girl... The girl that has the yeah, it was yeah. so many years ago that I played the game that I don't really remember the details. But okay.
5: anyway, yeah. they are staying somewhat true to it from um, listening to the yeah. podcast as well. They're, they're you're taking, still listening to the podcast. I'm full nerd on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's um, good. Two episodes in. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it as well. The other show that uh, that I'm rewatching because I'm gonna get to the second season here and I, when i was started the second season i was like oh hold on i don't remember i don't know why but i don't remember the first season of hunters
4: oh at yeah all. i haven't started season 2 yet i remember how this the first season ended i remember the big twist and everything but i'm wondering <sighs>
5: Why? Like, because I've been watching it. I'm like five episodes in. When I was sick, I was I was crushing
4: that. Yeah. Um, well, it's a couple years. Couple years ago, it came out. Now, and and you've watched a lot of shows. And time. yeah, maybe that's older.
5: that's it. It's also one of it's. It's also a tough content. I think. I think mentally I block stuff out like that. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm watching Hunters again, season one, and then I'm going to watch the second okay. season. And then the other thing that I'm watching um, is the Terminal List, which I didn't know dropped. I'd forgotten about it. That's that Chris Pratt thing. Oh, yeah. The based on the War Navy, one, Seal Navy guy. SEALs. Yeah. yeah. You, you listened to the books. Didn't I you? listened to the books Yeah, and um, I was looking forward to the series and it, it completely escaped me I, and I saw an ad yesterday
4: for it. You know, I, that's and, a, and I'm like, it's out. It's out. I'm going to watch that. That happens with Amazon Prime shows for some reason. I don't know why I never see them advertised. And then once a month, I'll maybe go on Prime. No, and I think like, this, oh, let's see what's on there. And there's a bunch of stuff. I'm like, oh. I think this came out like July. in the summer or something. Yeah, the first yeah. episode was in July. It, it's completely escaped me. I started the White Lotus. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Are you? Yeah. Okay. And I've heard season 2 is better than season 1. Yeah, the other show
5: that I um that I need to watch, uh, a couple of my friends have recommended it and it's on the list is The Menu. Have you seen that anything about that? So that's a movie, right? No, no, a series. Yeah, it's on Disney.
4: I know it's on Disney. Okay, it's well there's a, all there's a, The Menu movie too which just came out. Are you sure? It's a series. Yeah, with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Okay. She's from The Queen's Gambit.
5: That's a movie. We were talking about TV shows and they brought up The Menu. So I'm just assuming when we were talking about TV shows that it was a series. Hm. I could be wrong, but maybe maybe I'm just assuming.
4: Yeah, The Menu is a is a movie. With Ralph Fiennes.
5: I think
1: it's a movie too. I'm in disney right now yeah ralph
4: fines uh the menu is a 2022 american black comedy horror film Film? okay yeah all right i guess huh i'll have to watch it but it looks good yeah that anya i'd never say her name anya taylor joy She's. It is definitely a movie it's an hour and 48 minutes she's in
5: everything she's really good too she, she yeah, she's definitely been, uh, she's another one of those Margot Robbie's, mm-hmm. right, where she sort of morphs really well into the characters. Yeah,
4: I never liked the Queen's Gambit that much, mostly because I, I was like, it. I don't care about chess, um, but the little bit I did watch, I was like, wow, she's a really good actress. She's a very good actress, mm-hmm. and like
5: I said, she's like that Margot Robbie where you watch her and she just fits the role, Yeah, right? Like, every time I watch Julia Roberts... You're watching a Julia Roberts yeah, movie. Yeah, you get the same it, thing. That's Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock. Unfortunately, I love her, but she's playing Sandra Bullock. She's always Sandra Bullock in everything she plays. Yeah. George Clooney and Tom Hanks have that for me too. i mm-hmm. uh, not so much Tom Hanks, but George Clooney for sure. Clooney he's, for sure. He's just yeah. playing another he's got the same version voice. Of he's George. got the
4: same accent.
5: Hell, he was he was it, Batman was George Clooney yeah with the nipples
1: was, yeah. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy was also a superhero in in the movie The New Mutants we were waiting for your contribution yeah, Hey, thanks for I'm that. here
5: for you the people know what the Beaverton is right
4: um, if they don't, it's it's a satire website, yeah. you kind know, of like the Onion in the states, but it's the Canadian version. That's not where I got the beer pong thing. From, no, was that it? was a
5: completely different site. But the Onion and the Beaverton are very similar. Beaverton is obviously more Canadian. Yeah, the Beaverton was a TV show for a cup of coffee. They too. did
4: make a TV show, but like some of the headlines on the Beaverton. Austin Butler spent years stealing music from black artists to prepare for Elvis role <laughs> in historic first dollar am open second cash register <laughs> Read the Winnipeg one The Winnipeg one is amazing 7 750,000 people trapped in Winnipeg <laughs> Red Cross says they're just continue living their lives stuck there <laughs>
5: Uh, you know what they hit one I'd say once or twice a week um Beaverton strokes one out of the park, yeah, and it'll be something you'll see people retweeting or sharing or or whatnot if you're a Twitter guy if not, if you're not following Beaverton on Twitter, I would highly recommend it it's um whoever they got writing for them is definitely on a bit of a roll here in the last six months to a year I'd say, oh yeah, yeah, just yeah, they're doing well they're doing really really well. Anyway, um, they did one, and a lot of times, the reason why I like it is because it's very Canadian, and they tie into Canadian stories. Mm -hmm. So the latest Beaverton tweet was, I think the last one they did was yesterday, and it was, Study, best way to get rid of a body is to check luggage with Air Canada. Check it as luggage. (laughs) They're tying into that story of that Ontario couple. (laughs) This
4: (laughs) is amazing. This is unbelievable. Explain this, Grant. So this couple from Ontario... Um, went on their honeymoon to Greece. And on the way back, they had to fly to Montreal and then to Toronto. Mm -hmm. And when they got to Montreal, they had to recheck their luggage again to go to Toronto. And their luggage never made it. And they had an air tag on it, It as so many people do. And they were like, we're giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's busy. Things are crazy right now. So they see their luggage, after a few weeks, finally move from Montreal to outside of Toronto. And they're like, oh, it's finally coming. Then it sits there and sits there and sits there for like months. Finally, the husband gets in his car, drives, follows the location to the air tag, it's like a warehouse. He goes into the warehouse, no one's there. He goes to a storage container. He can see through the crack in the storage container, shines his flashlight in, can see his luggage, which is piled in this storage facility, storage container, just piled with other bags. They've just been thrown in this storage container. And then he finds out that they had donated it to charity so they paid him they gave him a couple thousand dollars for their lost luggage and then just donated the bag to charity <laughs> instead of trying to track it down <laughs> unbelievable <Yeah. laughs> can you imagine so if you didn't have the air tracker they would have just assumed it got lost somewhere whatever but they could actually see them take it from Montreal to a, like a facility in Toronto, and then just throw it in a storage container. And I'm then, getting air tags for my luggage, and then tell them that, that that you guys didn't claim your luggage, so we
5: donated it to charity. You'd think this story would probably have an impact, right? Like yeah. on on their decision to handle on how they handle luggage moving forward, right? Yeah. The the thing is, this is the world that we live in right now. People don't take responsibility in their jobs. Oh, no. No one cares. Yeah. So they've had to adjust to that climate, right? Mm-hmm. Like their employees are just like, I don't, well,
4: I don't they, care. Even their statement, Air Canada, is they're like, you know what? They traveled at a busy time. It's, you know, it happens. <laughs> it happens. They said uh, one of the consequences of traveling when they did was, you know, Baggage delays. No, we we donated your bag to a third world country. (laughs) Go get it.
5: This story is (laughs) unbelievable to me. This is a sign of of where we're at right now. Yeah, like twenty years ago, they would have jumped through hoops to try to get you your luggage back. Now they just go, all right, Jerry. Yeah, do me a favor. See that. Take all those bags and just,
4: I don't know, find something. Put them in a container somewhere. Take them
5: to the Salvation Army. We'll
4: tell everyone
3: they're lost. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. It's
5: unbelievable, (laughs) isn't
3: it? The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson.
4: You know, there's understandably a lot of concern about the cost of living right now. Inflation is just out of control. I mean, the cost of eggs alone has gone up 100% in the last year. We should have never let those chickens form a union. Don't worry, though, because Justin Trudeau says he has got this one. In response to the inflation problem, uh, he has gathered his cabinet. The finest minds that we could find in Canada... (laughs) ...and taking them on a retreat to figure this thing out. That's where they are right now. Imagine saying to yourself, hmm, Canadians can't afford milk. There's about to be a major recession where people will lose their jobs and maybe their homes. You know what? We need to go on a retreat to a resort so we can relate to them to find a solution. You know what they need to do? If they really want to find a solution... Our politicians need to each spend one week in the den of sadness with Jimmy. Oh, great idea. To see what it's really like to deal with inflation. You know, learn how to cure your sandwich meats on the counter. Wash your clothes in the tub at the same time that you shower in the morning to save water. Dress to blend in with the street people so they'll leave you alone when you're out. If every politician lived a week like this then maybe we would see some real change. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Help to keep beer in our bellies. Buy yourself a shirt. New shirts added pretty much daily. Text now to get the link to shop.
3: Or in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Did you guys ever do Splash Mountain when you were kids?
4: I have never been to Disney World or Disneyland. I've never been there either. What? We didn't have money to go to Disney. No, Are you kidding me. Like uh, when
1: we went on family I was vacation, trailer trash, and I went. When we went on family vacation, we went camping or riding on so Stone National we went Park, camping or, or came to Edmonton or
4: went to Calgary or that went was to our see family. One, two summers in a row, our That's family w- vacation to was Winnipeg. <laughs> I actually have zero uh, desire to go. Are you serious? Maybe one day with the kids, for the kids, but I have no desire to go to Disney. I don't like rides. I get sick on rides, and I hate waiting in lines. The
1: only reason I would ever go to Disneyland is the uh, Star Wars stuff.
5: My grandmother took us. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. No, so we never. S- single mom, there was no chance in how we were going. But we never left the country. We never left. We went. Uh, did we even know? We didn't even one time to BC to visit my auntie and uncle. That was it. <laughs> I think our biggest vacation as a family was Winnipeg. Yeah, to see family.
5: Wow. Yeah, okay. we
4: went to Calgary a lot to see family. That, yeah, that we was went, our vacation. I got. I was lucky. I, I. Well, I think I was about
5: twelve or thirteen. And uh we hopped in my grandma's Winnebago and we drove all the way to <laughs> Freaking California. <laughs> to, to go to Z- Disney Land, right? Yeah. That was yeah. Disney World's the one in Florida. Florida, yeah. Um and I remember I was on Splash Mountain, I think there's a picture in one of my photo albums of me um looking completely terrified. <laughs> coming off the edge of that <laughs> in a log. Because oh. they, they have pictures like they yeah they, they, everyone that goes to Disney always takes that photo of yeah you, yeah you you pay I don't know five bucks or something like that or three bucks or something you get a picture of it did it's you try to fish fight Mickey Mouse or something no um the, the I listen Disneyland is I get it because I'm not a rides guy either yeah but it was I I don't know I. I th- think i might have enjoyed it a little bit more if i was maybe a bit younger but okay. i remember being pretty wildly impressed when i was a kid right?
4: i have friends that go like every year i know they're like weird disney people and they go every year <laughs> <laughs>
5: did they get married down there too uh do you have friends that got married we down have there? A, we have an old
4: boss that got engaged down there Right, I do remember yeah. that Troy. Yeah, yeah, he, he was went, a weird they Disney went for guy. Like a weekend and he proposed down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it Splash Mountain's closed now, though. They're replacing they it, though, yeah, right? Yeah, Tiana's Bay Bayou Adventure attraction is what they're calling it, but the the Splash Mountain era is over. So yeah. it's kind of people are trying to sell the water from it. Stop it,
5: everybody. <laughs> that was one of those rides that i got talked into going on to right like there was a few of them um what was the other one space mountain i think is the one where they shut the lights out oh yeah because i'm not a i'm not a roller coaster guy yeah and um and and then they have signs. remember this when i was a kid they have signs the whole time you're in line right every 20 feet if you get if you don't like Car rides, or you're scared of rides. You should turn around and run. And I kept pointing at my at my mom. Like, yeah, like I don't want to do this. Look at the sign is telling me. There's signs here. <laughs> There's signs. And then, um, well, I paid her back though. Did you? Yeah. By vomiting all over everybody <laughs> on the ride. I'm not even kidding. I, th- I threw Sounds all like up. a great time. When we ended at the end of it, I was. I, I don't know if it was more relief or whatnot, <laughs> but completely terrifying, because there's no light. You can't see Jack Johnny Canuck squat nothing in there. No. Right? So you're zipping around, and then at the end, I just went, and puked all over my family.
4: (laughs) That's one for locker. Splash Mountain doesn't exist anymore, by the way. Cruise News. The Court of Appeal has dismissed the Competition Bureau's attempt to overturn the approval of Rogers' takeover of Shaw. The Court of Appeal said the argument from the Bureau doesn't meet the threshold that would be required to overturn the $26 billion deal in the ruling. The Competition Tribunal said the deal would not likely prevent or substantially lessen competition. The deal, (laughs) which Rogers hopes to close by the end of this month, still needs the approval of the federal industry minister. Something happened along the way where
5: our public officials just, they, you know what? I, th- I think, I think what's happened is we're so apathetic now. We we just, everyone is just mm-hmm. like, all right, this is another example. Okay, here we go. Yes, uh, yes, what this can I'll we do? It, right. Just yeah. another, another day, another lost dollar. Yeah. Oh, they lied to me? What? I think I think we're at a point now as a society where government and people that get into positions of power for whatever reason, right? And it's usually just sort of a shift. We never vote anybody in. We just vote people out. So when you're next in line, you just look back at what the last guys did. Well, they mm-hmm. lied their asses off. We might as well just do it too. Because it no one cares. Yeah. Right? I got in because I legalized weed and I have nice hair, <laughs> so I can just do whatever the w- whatever I want, mm-hmm. right? And we see it on all all levels. It's not just federally; it's provincially. We just watched our premier change her story about something. F- count them, yeah, four times, and then escaped getting in trouble for it. Because she actually didn't say what she did. Yeah. She didn't actually do what she said she did.
4: So she said she did it, but she hadn't actually done it, so she she got away with it. She
5: she made four official statements to the press about that, and every time it changed. And you know what? I literally I've had people because I'm not a fan of hers. Yeah. But I'm not. It, that doesn't make me an Andy Pierre. I'm not a fan of hers. I've been fighting with people online, and every time I bring up the fact that she changed her story four times, they go, "Well,
4: they all do it." Yeah, but what? But notly it's kind of like it's it's hard because it's like yeah, you get mad, but it's like what he's you're just angry for nothing. Like it's not going to change anything. Yeah. It's like how long have people been yelling? At the city saying, like, we want, make our LRT safer. I don't want to be stabbed when I'm on the train and nothing changes. And Well, there's even a better
5: yeah. story. I mean, like, w- look at the tax increase here in mm-hmm. Edmonton, right? And it's tied to your to your property assessment. Yeah. Right? But you could potentially pay even higher amounts. So everyone's going crazy about the 4.5% increase every year for the next four years that these... Guys are in power, right? Yeah. But then they send out your property assessment and everyone's property assessments are going to go up. So you're going to be paying above five percent. Yeah. Right? And we'll all just go, hmm. Well, uh, because are
4: you going to be angry about it and then it ruins affects your whole life? Yeah, but we don't do anything about it, right?
5: And the next time the elections come around, and Knack is still going to win, right? Yeah. Mr. Bike Lane. Mr. You know sw- swim shorts on on in, in work <laughs> spandex to work. Yeah, he's gonna win again. <laughs> but we're because used because he knows he's like 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 less than fifteen Nobody percent votes. of the population votes.
1: But we're used to people yell uh, lie, not yelling at us. That's you, um, lying. Like we're used to it. We're expecting it. Like they're saying we're gonna do one thing, Impressive and we're Manning expecting them lied. not to. He was our last
4: truthful politician. He's still alive.
5: Rest 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 in 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 peace, peace. Preston. With where things are, groceries, inflation, cost of things going up, I think a lot of people are exploring alternatives. I have had more conversations about shopping at Dollar Store or Dollarama Mm -hmm. in the last three months than I have in my entire life. Yeah. First off, and again... I don't do the, the the shopping in the house, so maybe my wife does go to Dollarama, but I don't think she does. Um, occasionally, I'll go with her to the grocery store, right? And and we'll go through Superstore, but we we're generally like a one stop shopping family. Like mm-hmm. we get all of our stuff at one place. I do the Costco shopping, yeah, and we get a couple of things at Costco, and I go every two weeks, usually for the alcohol. <laughs> but I mean, we're not. My wife and I don't drive all around the city
4: to save a couple of bucks here and there. But See, we've started to because we're like, oh, we can go to H&W Produce and get way more produce for half the cost of what just going to one store would be.
5: Yeah. See, so yeah. a
4: lot of people are looking for alternatives.
5: I saw this article, and uh, Jimmy's been doing this for years. Jimmy's been shopping at the dollar store in Dollarama for years. Part of that is price. Part of that was convenience. There's always
4: a dollar store around the corner from yeah. him.
5: Anyway, this was an article, and it was seven knockoff food items from Dollarama yeah. that are actually better and cheaper than the original brands. So, And I've never tried any of this stuff, so I don't know the validity to this, but this is what they are saying. these things
1: I've tried. Okay.
5: All right. So the first one, Jimmy, do you want to go through the list? Uh,
1: Rocklets. They're like a... They're basically a knockoff of M&M's. Uh, the peanut M&M's are actually or crunchier Reese's, than... Reese's Pieces? No, they're peanut M&M's.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah, they all look right. like M&M's. And uh, are they better than m M&M- and I, I,
1: I, find, I find it crunchier. Okay, all right. Than, good? Are they better
5: than M&M's? <laughs> I
1: think so. Shut your mouth. <laughs> okay, you got to bring in a bag. Kate didn't, uh, <laughs> they're in his uh, birthday bag. Um His birthday present, uh, Columbia, Columbina crackers. They're kind of like saltines. Like they're the ones that are kind of connected together. Yeah, yeah, soup crackers.
5: Yeah, okay. Apparently, they're better they're, and cheaper. And this is this is Dollarama specifically. Yes, yeah. just giving uh, everybody a heads up on that. Bisque uh, cookies. I've
1: never tried them. They're a knockoff of, of a, the Oreos. For, they look yeah.
5: exactly like Oreos. They do look a little like Oreos. They, they're they're really not trying to hide the fact that they're ripping them off. Either. No,
3: <laughs> the package
5: just blew. Yeah, but uh, medi- a <laughs> Meteor chocolate bar. They
1: are like a Mars bar, but these are the like the they've got the double bar in them. Okay, and then
5: they're saying it's better than a Mars bar. What? Come on! <laughs> Mars bars the, aren't very good. So
3: what? What are you talking? I don't about? like. Mars so they bars. have so these. Like, they have Snickers these guy. cheese
1: crackers. They're kind of like Goldfish, but they also sell Goldfish too, and they're relatively
5: uh, cheap. Cheap too, as well. These and, are the so they're t- called tail fins. Yes, and these are a ripoff of the of the uh, uh, Goldfish crackers. Goldfish, yeah. Okay. Then sour gummy cherries—they're basically
1: like a sour soother. Okay, all right. And then there was uh, Belgian
4: dark chocolate on there as well. I've
5: never tried those. You know what? I do know somebody that like they like a piece of chocolate at night, mm-hmm. and they were saying that they buy their chocolate at the uh, at the dollar store. I don't know yeah, if they buy this one particularly, but they were saying that it's quite a bit cheaper because you um, can get all your normal chocolate
1: bars like for. Really cheap too, like under under a buck for a but normal. But the point chocolate of this
5: bar. was: this is the knockoff knock-offs. stuff that's cheap. You're saving money. You're saving money if you go to the dollar store and buy a box of Mars bars, probably already. But yeah. they're saying that this is cheaper than the original and it's better.
4: I don't know. I, yeah, you can lie to yourself, right?
3: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. if you're saving money, you can yeah. lie to yourself. 95.7 Cruise FM. Read that
4: text we got. Property. So they said, My property has been valued between 450K and 470K for 16 years. I got the city valuation through the mail the other day, and it's now almost 500K. I agree with you. I'm tired of being lied to, tired of the political attitude that seems to be I'm in this for myself. Well, they had to increase the property
5: values this year Mm -hmm. to accommodate the tax increase they need to cover off the budget because they went. They went. They they spent like drunken whores. We got That's not the
4: expression. <laughs> it's the expression. Sailors. Uh, we got ours too. And I was like, okay. We bought our home two years ago. Whatever it was. Yeah. And it uh, went up. It by has what? not gone up by twenty five percent. Thirty thousand dollars in those two years. Like <laughs> yeah, it did.
5: <laughs> it did. Yeah. It did, Grant. <laughs> so we can have more bike lanes. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. What's the new Steven Spielberg movie? The Babelmans. Oh. um... I think it's loosely based on his life.
4: Yeah, the Fablemans. I don't know much about it. I don't know much about it either. Um, it's young, got savvy, some Oscar nods. Sammy Fableman falls in love with movies after his parents take him to see the greatest show on earth. He starts making his own movies. This so is his own Williams. Uh yeah, I think it's basically his life.
5: Yeah. I think he won a couple of Golden Globes for it. He's got some Oscar nods. He's been doing a bit of a tour, like he's doing yeah, a couple of interviews and stuff. I've I heard one in particular. Um, and, uh, you know what I did not know, but I mean, you would, it, it's obvious now after the fact, after hearing it,
4: he was, re- he's really close with John Williams. Like they're, they're friends. Yeah. Well, you start to think all the movies they did together. John Williams is the music guy. Yeah. Like, yeah.
5: How many movies has Spielberg done? I, I don't think he's done a movie without John Williams. It, oh, he probably has, but I mean,
4: but it John like- Williams did Jaws, right? He did, uh. Of Jurassic Park.
1: Jurassic Park. He did the uh, uh, Indiana Jones. He did Star Wars.
4: Uh,
5: well, Spiel- Schindler's List he did. Spielberg wasn't involved in Star Wars, was he? Oh. No. No. I'm talking My about bad. their relationship. My bad. Yeah, yeah. the
1: two Sorry, of I was, them. I, yeah. got, Schindler's I got him list. and Lucas mixed up. Sorry. Schindler's
4: yeah. List. That was a Spielberg movie, right? John Williams yeah. did yes. that one. Yes. Yeah.
5: Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, John Williams is retiring. He made that announcement. Spielberg, I think, got him to do it when he made the announcement. Said, "Hang on, just a couple more." Yeah. So I think he sort of forced another movie or two out of out of uh, John Williams. And Spielberg is now he just confirmed that he's doing
4: a doc. This should be nerd news. Doing Why a documentary this on news? him.
5: Yeah, he's doing a doc on on John
4: Williams. John Williams just became the oldest uh, person ever to get nominated for an Oscar too. How old is he? 90 years old. And he was nominated for that Fableman's movie. He did the score for it. So, here we go. 90 years old. We were talking.
5: That's a little early uh, to retire, really.
4: (laughs) He's got a couple (laughs) more years, isn't he? You're going to be in radio until (laughs) a week after you die. (laughs) We were talking off air about like John Williams' best score. Like, what's the best one he's done? See, so, you know, Star A Wars. A nerd friend of mine said Superman, but I think he yeah. was just doing that to to stir the pot. I think he was being serious. You think so? Yeah. Cuz he did the theme song for Superman, right, which is pretty iconic.
5: For me, it's got to be the one that you can like you can almost hum along to without even having it in front
4: of you, right? And and that has to be Star Wars. No? See, see Star Wars, yeah. But Jaws? Like the music dun, dun. is the music dun, dun. in Jaws made the shark the villain. Like you knew what was coming, you didn't even have to see the shark. Just the music alone, right? The score in that one—you barely even see the shark in Jaws. It's all uh, build up and hype. Just the fin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Jumps on the b- boat. The We're gonna fake, need a bigger boat.
5: The big fake fin, yeah.
4: But it's all about the music and the score in it. There's a case
5: to be made for Jaws, for yeah. sure. I don't know though. I think most people would lean on Star Wars. It's his but, most iconic, probably, Jimmy. You know where I'm leaning. No, I don't even I need mean, to speak. You can you can have a an objective opinion on this. What's his best work? I I would say Star Wars, but not the theme.
1: The uh, Imperial March, because that's used for everything, like the dun 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 dun
4: dun. So. There is a list of his best-ranked scores. Do you want to hear it? Okay, who like, did the list? It um, just changed on me. It's a uh, movieweb.com. Okay. All right. So John Williams' best um, ones. Top ten? Num- number one was A New Hope, Star Wars. Number two was Schindler's List. Number three was Jaws. And then Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, I didn't know he did the Harry Potter stuff. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jurassic <laughs> Park, E.T., Superman. Oh, that's right. He did E. T. too. The Robin Williams. Okay. Hook. I didn't know he did that. Home Alone at number ten.
5: Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, I didn't know he did. That's Home a pretty Alone. impressive career. That uh, is a very impressive career. Anyway, uh, Spielberg, Doc on John Williams. Um, Stephen, when Spielberg s- sets his mind to stuff, too, he usually rattles it off pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we get this within a year or so.
6: are you doing, back, Milk? I'm doing very, very well. How are you doing?
5: Cool. Doing good, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little hesitant to bring this up because I don't want to jinx the team, but we are on a bit of a heater right now, and we have a possibility of going seven straight tonight. Has this team mm-hmm. figured out how to play defense? Is it
6: as simple as that, or is there Doesn't another it... answer here? I think you kind of nailed it. The team looks like they're figuring out how yeah. to play defense. They're playing as a unit. They're not rushing out of the zone to cheat for offense as much over the last six games, and it's really nice to see. It's really, really nice to see. I've just been I've been waiting for this, and it's finally coming around, and it's not like they're only beating weak teams during this run either. They beat Tampa. They beat Vegas. Like yeah. These are some teams. They beat Seattle. These are some teams they have to beat. To be the best, and I'm just really encouraged by the way the Oilers are playing right now. And then tonight they play, uh, they go up against Johnny Gugu and the and the Blue Jackets. They're terrible. <laughs> Chicago on Saturday, they're terrible. They their next seven games are against non-playoff Red teams Wings, until they play the yeah. Rangers, Flyers, Senators. So the others have an opportunity to make some noise here, provided that they don't play down to their competition and keep doing what they're doing. That's what I was going to say. Is they have to keep the pedal. You know, keep
4: it going because sometimes yeah. they do play down to the competition, and then you're, you're looking
6: at yeah, it 100%. Yeah, cannot happen. Like, if they think tonight is going to be an easy out against Columbus just because they're terrible, that's just not the case. There's still players over there that could burn them, so just keep doing what they're doing, and they're going they're gonna win these games. So, defense, not Jimmy's mullet.
2: <laughs>
6: well, I'm not gonna not say it's Jimmy's mullet, like. It, you never it know. could go hand in hand. The universe works in mysterious ways, and I'm going to give Jimmy some love for the mullet. <laughs> um, he
5: actually got it recut in the day of the loss to the Kings. That's true. And then, and then they went on that run. So, well, everybody might- knows a good haircut takes a
6: couple of days to settle in. That's so a I, good I'm, point. I'm still giving the I'm it's still a, giving the mullet some credit. It's <laughs> a good point. The power
5: of the mullet. Um, there are lots of there's a lot of trade talk going on right now because we're closing in on the trade deadline. Yep. Is there any, is there any any names or anything like that even worth discussing? I mean, I, you see a lot of pie in the sky type stuff, but Eric I mean, Carlson. <laughs> realistically, what what do we have a chance at here in Edmonton?
6: Well. The thing is that the Oilers right now are tied to absolutely everybody. If you over at yeah. DailyFaceOff.com, Frank Saravalli did his Oilers trade deadline playbook. So from what he's hearing, there's a lot of talk about you know defense. We've talked about defense a million times. Like Joel Edmondson has been tied to the uh, the Oilers. We talked about him last week, mm-hmm. but there's also some forwards that are interesting, like Jonathan Taves. He's a guy who's won before. Probably wouldn't cost a whole lot in terms of an acquisition cost because he's in the last year of an expiring contract. They would need another team to eat some money to make it work. But these are the kind of moves that the Oilers are kind of looking at. So they're looking at some defense. They're looking at maybe bolstering the forwards with uh, with somebody like Taves who could maybe... Bump them over the edge. He's That's a guy who's won it before. So that would be an interesting move. But ultimately, we're still in, I call it silly season because we're tied to literally every player that could potentially move. And I honestly expected none of those to happen because I've been an Oilers fan my whole life and they're used to disappointing me. So I try not to get too excited about it, but I would be surprised—very, very, very surprised if we don't get another defenseman in here and a forward of some kind.
5: What's How do you say his name? Vlad, the guy from the Blue Jackets. The, the Leafs. Oh, Gabri- uh, yeah, yeah, Gabra or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the de- defensive defenseman,
6: Vadislav. Yeah, Vadislav. I keep Gabra. seeing his name
5: pop up. So th- that, th- yeah, Gabrakov. Obviously- yeah, yeah. Okay.
6: Um, he's uh, yeah, he's a defensive defenseman. He's not going to give you any offense. He's not overly physical, but he stops cycles and he stops pucks from going in the net. So, is he a potential? Sure. I think the cost of acquisition might be a little bit high, but we'll see. we we'll see how. Uh, much old dutch wants to go fishing here because <laughs> yeah. you know there's windows open they're starting to roll now they seem to have kind of shaken off the rust from earlier in the season or whatever was going on and now they've got an opportunity not just to make the playoffs but to grab the division it's right there so we're gonna see what uncle ken has to do because i pl- I think he's gonna add we just don't know how much he's uncle gonna
4: go i wanted to bring this up because they're playing the blue blue jackets tonight and then they're playing non-playoff teams um teams that might be you know going for a certain draft pick do you believe mm-hmm. Gary Bettman when he says that no team in the NHL is tanking right now on purpose
6: oh yeah oh yeah Gary no team's tanking for Connor Bedard there bud this press funny. conference last it's, night nobody's tanking <laughs> yeah of course like I don't even know why he bothers saying that because we all know they're tanking Like we did it for years we were the kings of tanking. They changed the rules because of the Edmonton Oilers' ability to tank. So, uh, yes, there are teams tanking. I don't care what Gary Bevin says. Yes. Kane's not playing tonight. No, Kane is listed as uh, prob- probably out due to a personal matter. Okay. Uh, Jason Greger was reporting that he was down in San Jose for a, um, a ba- part of his bankruptcy hearing that he was going through for a while back. So, he could miss tonight. Uh, Meet with somebody from casino? Saturday. <laughs> So we'll see what happens there. Obviously, it's a big hole uh, whenever he's yeah. out in the lineup. I like the way he's played when he's been back. So we'll miss him for sure, but hopefully he gets that cleaned up and shorter and he's back in the lineup. I'm surprised. I, I
5: can't believe how good he looks. Mm-hmm. He I mean I he, am too. He made an impact immediately that that first game back. I yep. I mean, I tuned in that game and I was like, all right, well, uh, expectations. Maybe they'll put him in the you know on the bottom six and let him warm up a little bit. Boom, he's on the top line. And he's having an impact, right? Like he just changes the
6: the sort of the, the game as soon as they throw him in, right? He gives the Oilers a little bit of swagger That they had been missing He's the guy that if anyone touches Connor He's first in the pile yeah. He's a guy that can also score for I know he hasn't gotten a goal yet since he's been back But he's got some chances I'm just waiting for him to knock the rust off the hands a little bit But other than that, he's looked good When we interviewed him at OilersNation.com On the Real Life Podcast a couple of weeks back He said the only thing He he felt good, legs felt good, body felt good He was just worried about Not worried, but like waiting for the hands to come back Because that Tiny. only takes, takes at-bats it takes timing. It takes reps. So it's going to come, and he's going to be a major impact down the stretch. There
5: is Big Milk, Oilers Nation. We've got a 7.30 puck drop tonight. Columbus Blue Jackets in town. Thank you for your time, my friend.
3: We're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. We have had a, a couple of things
5: um, in our, our time on the air that have backfired on us. No sense getting into the list of things. No. Like we don't want to, you know, rattle them off. <laughs> um, and recently... And without getting into any specifics, we took we escalated a joke mm-hmm. um and um I think everybody in this room should accept a certain amount of responsibility for what happened, okay I'm taking responsibility for it. We just made the
4: phone call. I don't think it's that big of a deal though either mm-hmm.
5: well, it isn't it no, isn't it's that easily a-
4: correctable.
5: And we just did. Yeah. We just corrected it, right? Yeah. The thing is, is it kind of got away from us Mm -hmm. when we had a guy swing by with a donation. Yeah. Okay. For something that we're not... That we weren't actually collecting (laughs) for, right? And I understand why he thought maybe we were.
4: He wanted to help out somebody in this room.
5: Yes. Yeah. Um, And the thing is, is... (laughs) it. We have to. I think we have to be careful sometimes, just mm-hmm. because when we're when we're making a joke, somebody might not necessarily understand where the joke's going.
4: Yeah, or when we're actually going to be looking for donations, somebody might think it's a joke. That's then. that's a good yeah. point. That's probably why we
5: don't sell any merch either. Yeah, because people think it's a joke. People think it's a joke. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: you guys do a lot of th- crying
4: wolf The thing about this is So somebody in this room We won't get into names or anybody Has mobility issues and needs a thing and the Grant? But what we're collecting We're though, trying that- to
5: correct the situation I don't we have can-
4: mobility <laughs> issues I have a problem getting into a damn chair <laughs> We could easily I didn't mention any names <laughs> we could easily take what was donated and just re-donate it to that's a good a, cause. Well, that's what we that's what we're that's happening. Just yeah.
5: in case you heard this last week and you were like, "Oh my god, what are they doing?" Um, we have rectified the situation. Yeah. Okay. And we've and the, the, the thing I can I say this? The guy that we talked to, Randy, yeah. and his beautiful wife, there is not enough people like oh, yeah. that on the planet. They're awesome. Sweetest couple in the world, right? That are just big fans of Jimmy, yeah. right? And and wanted to help if, and they saw a way to actually help. And that yeah. and and unfortunately, we were being dicks. And so I've been t- I've felt so guilty about this all week. I'm glad. I feel better about making the phone
4: And it call. wasn't a money donation, by the way. No, no, I no. I see people are... No, no, yeah, it wasn't. it wasn't a cash thing or
5: Oh, anything. if he would have dropped off cash, we would have gone for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> we would have rode there in Jimmy's new chair. Stop it. <laughs> Grant, I said we weren't going to talk about it anymore on the air. Well,
4: he's getting a new one, though. Yeah, but...
5: <laughs> anyway... We'll leave the phone call with Randy on the podcast. Yeah, you can listen to that. Yeah. We're not so if you want to
1: hear how horrible of human beings Locke and Grant are. Oh yeah. Um
5: You didn't, you didn't I, I was have, fighting I was you, fighting it.
1: I said I don't need that, that, that's a bad idea. You're I always saying. Pe- you know, I you spent a lot with of this time one, on the show passing blame. With this, one, blame. Oh, with this yeah. one here, I had nothing to oh, do with no. it. I was fighting you. There, there because was, I no. already knew that I had a chair coming from the
4: company. No, you were going, I don't think that chair's happening. It's too expensive. No. And that's when we stepped up. No, Bolshevik. You <laughs> totally did that. You no, did that. I you, didn't, no, I did you opened know.
5: the door for Grant and I to be dicks.
4: I'm not getting my chair. You're complicit. Oh we're just as guilty just as' going the- have back issues for the rest of my life all for one and one for all yeah this is a team show Listen if you weren't here this wouldn't have been a thing at all this bit so yeah and you wouldn't if have I wasn't here you'd have to find somebody else to
1: make
5: fun of we're
4: not You're- making fun of you, you Where's wouldn't a chair with a we're laughing flag with it. you <laughs> right, enough.
5: <laughs> right enough now here's some shit that didn't make the show we'll call Randy. randy how are you today
0: good morning how are you
5: good good what do you do for a living
0: i uh deliver uh plumbing supplies electrical supplies
5: okay and you're a listener of the locker room of
0: course okay good morning
5: now you dropped off something late last week and you did it while we were on the air so we didn't really have time to acknowledge the fact that you were doing what you were doing plus to be honest i didn't know what you were doing um Oh. It could have been a body, for all I know. <laughs> it was some of our listeners. We never know. <laughs> so there was a little no. bit of confusion, and um, you heard us talking about trying to collect the tops, like the tabs, the beer can tabs.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um,
5: to to buy Jimmy a chair. He's been
4: eyeing exactly. up this new chair in this for the studio. It goes up and down with hydraulics. It's got a flag and cam backup cameras. He deserves it? A no, phone.
5: R- Randy, Randy, you dropped off about 250 pounds of tabs. I did. Now, did you collect all those on your own?
0: Well, yeah, dedication and devotion.
4: How many years?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, my
2: wife
0: looks uh, uh, at... Uh, at a group home uh, for Easter Seals, and she's been there forty years now. There was a lady that used to bring them over, and you know they would be donated to certain charities or whatever, and they were for wheelchairs and that. But yeah, the you know um, the, the the lady that used to drop them off, uh, she passed away. Okay. So my wife ended up with all these tabs, and I was about to take them, and then you know I heard this on the radio about Jimmy, and I said, you know what, let's donate it to. I talked to my wife and she said that'd be a great
4: idea. Randy, so instead of little, Easter seals, instead, softball, <laughs> instead of these tabs going to Easter
1: Jimmy's
2: seals, Jimmy's getting
0: a
4: chair with a backup cam.
5: Okay, Randy, we were being dicks. We were joking about collecting tabs. It's an awful joke, and I don't know how to, um, I don't know how to explain it. Outside of the fact that we're horrible human beings. And I actually do have a
1: chair coming from the company.
5: And it's not, it's not a chair with a flag that, like, you know. It's
4: got a voice box where he just does, doesn't have a voice It on. does not.
5: None of this is true. Randy, and we feel awful that you went out of your way to collect these tabs and bring them down to us. We have to find a way to redeem ourselves, and we got to find a way to get those tabs into the hands of somebody that can actually use them. Is the reason I can,
0: I can I can swing by and pick him up if you, if you don't want him
5: It's not that it is an, it's a beautiful gesture, and yeah. I know you're a big fan of James P. White, little Jimmy, and you were just trying to help out, but you kind of got caught into an awful locker room joke. I blame Grant. <laughs> Why? I me? Mean? Because even us <laughs> backpedaling, <started> <laughs>
3: even us
1: backpedaling,
5: he's still on. throwing it in. How did I start this? You posted I think, it on your no,
4: Instagram.
0: I think I think started it. No, he posted. <laughs> yeah, on I his started
4: Inst- it because I went to the company for a chair. <laughs> no, Locke posted on his Instagram his collection of beer tabs, I saying was that we're going to collect. Kidding! Yeah, where do we have beer tabs for Jimmy's handy chair? <laughs> Uh, oh, See, I work with well, these
1: people on purpose. Randy, I don't know, why. Randy.
5: We love you, though. Like this was amazing. This was unbelievable. But I can't live with the guilt of taking those things that could actually be going to somebody that that could use a new one. Like, do you do you have some place you want to take them?
0: Well, I I can take them up and take them to where we usually donate them. But like I said, you know, I, I talked to my wife about it. And she you know agreed with me that you know. If, you know, I, like I said, I assumed this was for real, and, and uh, you know, again, uh, my wife and I have a soft spot for Jimmy, and uh, she said, by all means, take him down there.
5: Oh, my God. What's your wife's name? Cindy. Cindy, please apologize to Cindy. We're just assholes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: In this case, I think Grant's the bigger one. If she wants, Jimmy will stop by the house and give her a personal lap dance that's as okay. a thank you.
5: There you go. He would love that. Okay, that's okay. what we're doing. As a as a, a locker we? room story, we're sending Jimmy to your place. You guys can do whatever the hell you want with him. Yeah, you get one night. One night, Randy.
1: Wow, I'm glad I got you you know what? consulted you
4: know what on we'll this. No, uh, listen. I No, we insist. Some we whatever. We insist, Shit. Randy. Whatever. We won't ask questions. <laughs> yes you will
5: <laughs>
1: they'll insist i wear a gopro
4: oh you
0: guys are hilarious
5: <laughs> randy we love your work okay um swing by i'm gonna have something for you when you come to okay
0: i will swing by tomorrow Dr. K.
5: tomorrow but come in and say hi this time sure that, that whole exchange last time was was a little bit weird and our front desk girl should've stopped you from this whole thing. To be honest with
0: you. Oh, she let me right in there. I know, I, I know. Right into office.
5: I know, I, I know. Office well, office. she probably thought we were serious
0: too. <laughs> you guys did sound serious. Jimmy is <laughs> and getting I a chair, me, but <laughs> there Little legs dangling on the dresser. Oh my god, how did he go through the day like that? <laughs>
5: Uh, uh he does need a new chair it just it's we we took it that next level <laughs> anyway enough randy i love your work man you guys uh, there's not enough people like you and your and your beautiful bride around in the world okay well thank you so much all right and when you come by to pick up the tabs again make sure you say hi okay all right
0: i definitely will
5: okay love your work randy thank you for this
0: okay. take all care guys all right take care have a good one
5: I still
1: feel really guilty about the whole thing. Hmm. And I could feel the guilt just
4: oozing out of Grant. I'm just trying to get you a chair with a car phone.
3: You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.